Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And, uh, well, here to talk about the Saints' 24-21 uh, to loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Saints' uh, nine-game winning streak has been snapped. The Saints' 55-game winning streak by not allowing a 100-yard rusher has been snapped. Uh, the New Orleans Saints today played like absolute uh, – I won't say they play like absolute garbage, okay? I don't want to say that, okay? But uh, the New Orleans Saints, if I can just put my finger on it, the New Orleans Saints played like a team that just thought that they were going to get off the bus and win a football game. That, that's what they played like. This is something that I, I defended the Saints on, you know? And first off, before I even get started, I want to give uh, Josh and Jesus, uh, you know what I'm saying, his shout out because on the on a prediction show, he said that uh, the Saints are uh, in for a letdown. You know, he, he called it out, you know, and, and you know, I, I thought that the Saints were over, like, this whole, like, you know, we're better than this team or we're just going to show up and show out, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, they're just going to end up uh, losing, I mean, beating the team just because of the simple fact that the Saints. Uh, a lot of the things that have been plaguing the Saints for, for weeks uh, that we kind of ignored kind of reared his ugly head today, and, and it came all together um, that cost the Saints, uh, you know, this loss. Uh, number one, uh, it has been – I can't believe I'm saying this, but the inconsistency of Will Lutz as a field goal kicker, man. Will Lutz, uh, as I like to dub them, Will Clutch has not been – not, nothing of the such. You know, he has not been clutch at all. Uh, missing those uh, field goals earlier in the game, man, cost the Saints, uh, you know, at least about six points. And if you think about it, I mean, the Saints could have won this game 27-24, you know what I'm saying, if uh, Will Lutz would have made a couple of those field goals. I don't know what's going on uh, with Will Lutz. I don't know what it is, man. These kickers sometimes, I mean, it can be a little streaky. They can go through some growing pains and Next thing you know, they don't miss a kick for I don't know how long, but he has reached a rough patch, and it, it could come at, at the worst time. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a horrible time for you to have demons, you know what I'm saying, that you're dealing with psychologically when it comes to the kicking. Now, I don't know what's going on, but hopefully he can fix that. Another another thing that has been rearing his ugly head has been Taysom Hill's fumbling. Uh, Taysom Hill fumbling the football on the fourth and two, uh, giving the Philadelphia Eagles life. After the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, the, the momentum was clearly going into the, the hands of the New Orleans Saints uh, in the second half. And Taysom Hill, once again, can't hold on to the football, making bad decisions. And, you know, the most disgusting and, and upsetting thing about all of this, in my opinion, is uh, the Saints were going up against some backup cornerbacks. And, and a lot of the times when you're looking at, you know, downfield, guys were wide open. And, and I failed to believe that you know, guys on the Saints team can't get behind the cornerbacks of the Philadelphia Eagles. And it seemed like to me that everything that the Saints could possibly do to win this game could happen. You know, the Philadelphia Eagles was allowing it to happen. You know, rather it be injuries, rather it be them being short-staffed, rather it be, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, them fumbling the football, rather it be, you know, the Saints, uh, you know, getting that onside kick and opportunity to get the ball back. The Saints had their opportunities. But I'm not going to sit up here and just poo-poo and act like the sky's falling and say, oh, man, you know, we going to suck and all that. And, you know, I I get it, man. You know, it's always the worst case scenario every time the Saints lose. But, I mean, 
I haven't seen the Saints lose in nine weeks, and, you know, they lost today. Now, you can say this this loss came at a bad time, especially since next week you have to take on the world champions in the Kansas City Chiefs. And then after that, you're playing against a Minnesota Vikings team that's fighting for their playoff life. Uh, you know, look, if Drew Brees would have played in this game, this game wouldn't have been close, okay? It, it wouldn't have been close. Uh, the Saints would have dominated this football game, but that goes to show you how important Drew Brees is. And for all those people out there that has been rushing Drew Brees out of the door and been saying that Drew Brees, uh, you know, needs to retire and Drew Brees needs to go about his business, you know, it, it's games like this that we need number nine in. Because a lot of the plays that Taysom was making and a lot of mistakes that he was making, Drew Brees wouldn't have made those mistakes, man. So that's the reason why, you know, man, after week two, after I was eating a whole bunch of crow, I made up in my mind, man, that I would never second guess the ability or, or the, you know what I'm saying, the wherewithal or the longevity of Drew Brees ever again. Because Drew Brees is so important to this team, and we ain't going nowhere uh, if Drew Brees uh, is not the quarterback. You're not going to the Super Bowl. We ain't going to sniff the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? We're going to just be one and done in the playoffs. But I'm not – like I said, man, it was just bound to happen. A lot of mistakes. Wasn't their best game. You know, like a lot of you know, a lot of missed tackles, a lot of missed opportunities. And uh, credit the Philadelphia Eagles, man. They played like a desperate team. You know, they were going for it on fourth down. They were taking chances. And uh, I just feel like the New Orleans Saints – just were not prepared. Um, the offensive line of the New Orleans Saints were getting slapped around. Uh, the defensive line couldn't get any pressure, which is sad, you know, that you uh, were going up against backup offensive linemen, and yet you still could not get to Jalen Hurts. Uh, credit to Jalen Hurts for the moment not being too big for him. You know, he, he was definitely ready for prime time. And I said at, a ha- at the halftime show, if you would have asked me who was the guy that was getting his first start, it looked like it was Taysom Hill. Uh, I'm, I'm very disappointed at some of the decision-making of Taysom Hill in this game. You know, I'm not going to beat him up too much, but, you know, I get it that you're trying to show everybody that you can be a pocket passer. I understand that you're trying to let everybody know that you can throw the ball down the field. But there were times where, you know, Taysom Hill, you know, he could have took off and ran, you know what I'm saying? But he decided to stay in the pocket. Uh, there were times where he ran. He, he should have stayed in the pocket. He needs to focus. And honestly, man, he just needs to settle down a tad bit, man. All those rocket balls, all those erratic throws and, and, and ball security, man, it is going to cost him. And it's also going to allow some of these people that been thinking that he's not a starting quarterback is going to give these guys ammunition to come through and, and talk and say, I knew it the whole time. But I don't know, man. Uh, I think uh, – I'm just looking forward to seeing Drew Brees come back. I'm still um, I'm still saying that I'm not trying to rush Drew back. I'm not trying to rush him back at all, man. I understand we lost today, but I'm not trying to sacrifice uh, the health of Drew Brees just because we lost today and we feeling desperate as a fan base. So uh, that's the, my story, and I'm sticking to it. And also, uh, before I start reading the comments, uh, I just want to let everybody know uh, on tomorrow morning uh, I'm going to be on uh, – a uh, 1037 the zone well 1037 the game with RP3 uh down there in Lafayette Louisiana I'm um, going to be on his show around 8:30 central standard time so man y'all check it out 1037 the game uh, I'll be on there uh, on his show RP3 so I want to uh give a special shout out to him and 
Looking forward to talking to him about this game. Now let's go ahead and read some of these comments, man. Travis says, uh, I feel like the whole team played like trash. Uh, I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I don't feel like the whole team played like trash. Uh, I just did, I just feel like Philadelphia wanted this game more than the Saints wanted it. You know, I, I felt like I just felt like the Saints just thought like they were just gonna get off the bus and dominate. That's that's the way I felt. Jalen Hurts had a fantastic game. Didn't you mention he was from Alabama? Uh, defenses get tired sometimes. Yeah, man. Uh, especially like when you get those three and outs and stuff, and you know, chasing that guy around and him extending plays and it. And it wasn't like he was throwing a ball down the field. It was mostly hurting the Saints and, and some of that RPO stuff, which was very discouraging, man, because you would think that the Saints would actually be seeing that kind of stuff in practice because they have a player like Taysom Hill. So I don't know. But, I mean, credit to him. Jalen Hurts did a really good job today. And rather you like the Philadelphia Eagles or not, man, you got to like what you saw in this kid. And you, know, you got to be rooting for him, man. The fact that, you know, that he's a – He's a guy that a lot of people had a lot of questions about and him going out there and performing. And I understand you didn't want that to happen against the Saints, but, I mean, credit to him, man. He, he did a really good job. And, you know, I, I'm not going to sit up here and complain and, and, and whine and boo-hoo and talk about the onside kick and all that kind of stuff, man, because the onside kick wasn't the reason why the Saints lost the game. The Saints lost the game because the Philadelphia Eagles wanted this game more than the Saints. In the first half, uh, you know what I'm saying, it, it was proven – and then in the second half, the Saints were playing behind the eight ball. And, uh, you know, it just came back in, in, to haunt them. And, and shouts out to the defense because in the second half, they played really well. And, you know, you talk about some of the things that happened on defense. I mean, Taysom Hill fumbling the football, giving the Philadelphia Eagles a short field. I mean, the defense was behind the eight ball in that, you know. And how many times have, you know, they, they were able to get stops and, and get the ball back to the offense and the offense didn't do anything. I'm very disappointed at the way they were running the football. I'm very disappointed at the way that the, the Saints didn't take advantage of some of the issues from the cornerbacks, not throwing the ball down the field, not being aggressive. I mean, I really just didn't understand what Sean Payton was doing. And then I really definitely didn't understand uh, when the last five minutes of the game, uh, you would think that the Saints was up by 10 points or something. You would think they were up because, I mean, I mean, there was no sense of urgency. There was no tempo. There was absolutely nothing. You know, like, what the heck is going on? So, I don't know, man. We gotta get we gotta get it together. But I'm just glad that, uh, you know, I mean, I'm glad that we we see some of this this bad stuff that that has been learned this ugly head, and hopefully we can get that fixed. Lutz had an off night, uh, to say the least. Uh, Taysom uh, gets way too happy. Uh, Y'all that on uh, onside kick, we had six Saints and one Eagle. Look, I'm like I said, man. I look every time the Saints lose, we always trying to find ways and talk about how the refs cheated us. The refs didn't cheat us in this game, man. The Saints just flat out lost. Now we can talk about this onside kick till we blew in the face, but that's not the reason why the Saints lost. The Saints had opportunities, okay. The Saints had opportunities uh to win this football game that didn't involve the onside kick. So I'm not I'm not complaining about that, man. I just feel like we always got to find that one moment. You know what I'm saying? This this game right here, man, you just got to give credit where credit was due. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles hit the Saints in the mouth, and we may not like it as a fan base because other teams probably been waiting nine weeks for us to lose so they can come up and dust off all that good material they have. But I can care less, man. The Philadelphia Eagles were just a better football team than the Saints on this date. 
and they wanted the game more than the Saints. And I just think that we just have to admit that as a fan base. And I don't think anything is wrong with the Saints. I don't feel like we need to go ahead and go back to the drawing board. I don't think we need to change this person and change that person. And and, and this person ain't good. And this person ain't good. They just flat out lost. You know, they just flat out lost today. That That's what happened. Plain and simple. You know, there's nothing that needs to get changed for the exception of some of these corrections that, that cost the Saints this L. But anybody up here talking about onside kicks and talking about how to, you know, what I'm saying the Saints, uh, you know, what I'm saying had this and all of a sudden they didn't call this. Like, man, come on, knock it off. Like, we lost, we lost, man. So on to next week, you know. Now it's time to focus on the Kansas City Chiefs, in my opinion. Okay, that's just the way I feel. You know, I don't want to discredit anybody. That's just my opinion. I felt like that was a little bit too strong. That's my opinion, folks. Uh, Saints defense choked. The offensive line couldn't have hold it down, and the defense uh, couldn't stop the run. Well, uh, I just feel like the way that they actually came at the New Orleans Saints, they weren't prepared for uh, some of the looks. And, you know, Dennis Allen, if I can say one thing about him, uh, one thing he does struggle with as a defensive coordinator is when he doesn't have any type of material to watch and to view or uh, to know the type of offense that he's going up against. He struggles. Uh, we've seen it uh, against Justin Herbert. Uh, we've seen it uh, against Kyle Allen. Uh, we've seen it uh, today against Jalen Hurts. Uh, when they go up against a guy that they barely even know, he struggles. And, um, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, that's why I feel like, you know, next week probably going to be a better outing because <laughs> you got plenty of tape on Patrick Mahomes and they definitely going to be dialed in for that game. So, uh, the Green Bay is running things now. Ha, 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 ha. Well, you know, I said this before, you know, I said this before. Home field advantage don't mean the same thing as, as it did when, you know, a couple of years ago or last year, you know, like you're, you're basically having a first round bye and you got a home field advantage for no fans. So it's not like a team can't go on the road and beat another team. So I don't feel bad about, I don't know, man. It may call me crazy, but I really don't care as much about home field advantage uh, as I did in years past because I just feel like any team can beat any other team. You know, the only thing that you have is honestly is you resting up and stuff like that. And sometimes uh, that can come back and, and bite you in the behind, you know, because you're so rested. Other team, you know, had that wild card game and sh- shook off the rust and the nerves of the playoffs. And uh, the other team that has to buy, you know, they come in a little bit rusty. So, I mean, I really don't care about home field advantage as much as people making it out to be. It doesn't mean that much to me as it did in the past. Felipe says, uh, man, Taysom can chunk the chunk it 60, 70 yards downfield, but can't throw a six-yard screen. Yeah, man, I mean, look, the dude lost the ball way too much. It was one play that I seen where they had pressure on him, and I, I thought for sure, like, I was like, man, like, you know, like Alvin Kamara going to take this thing to the house. I knew for a fact, like, the you know, if I hate to keep comparing this, but if it was like Drew Brees, if Drew Brees would have threw that ball to Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara probably would have hit his head on the goalpost. That's, that's the, he had blockers in front and everything. Taysom Hill just, you know what I'm saying, launched the ball up in the air. And it's almost like, you know what I'm saying, like a punt almost. You know what I'm saying? Like, those few seconds matter, man. Because it, it, it allows the, the the defense to zero in on that player. And I think he ended up getting maybe like nine yards or something like that and short of the first down. So, I mean, that's that's the difference, man, you know. And that's something that, 
you know, Drew Brees does really, really well. That screen game be on point. I'm happy that we clinched the playoffs. Just uh, want more wins now. Well, you know, if we win one more game, then we win the division. You know, so that's the way it is. Chris Sam says the weather in Green Bay will affect us. No, I doubt it. I doubt it very highly. Jerome Johnson said any given Sunday, anybody can be beat. And that's why I say it. You know, that's why when um, I was on the uh, Broad Street, uh, you know, South Sports uh, Talk podcast on yesterday. And I said it. They was talking about, you know, a win. I was like, man, I don't I don't believe there's no such thing as an easy win. Like any team can be any team on any given Sunday. You know, even though I had the Saints winning a game, you know, I wasn't like, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? Like I was just going to disrespect the Eagles like that. You know, like anybody can beat anybody. I'm like the Jets uh, gave the Raiders fits. So it, it really don't matter, man. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what the team record is. Never played QB, so I don't know why, but Taysom doesn't see the field. I don't want to say he don't see the field. Like sometimes I just feel like the ball get away from him. He holds on to the ball too long. And I don't know, man, like he didn't have a terrible game. He, he didn't have a terrible game to me. It was just some of the decision making. <clears throat> and I just feel like, uh, you know, maybe if, uh, you know, maybe if he had more experience or maybe somebody else was in the Saints probably would have won his football game. Uh, Shonda said, that's a good point, TJ. Uh, I, I assume you're talking about uh, me saying that they just lost. That's just the way I feel. I just feel like they just flat out lost. Um, let's see. Uh, good news is the Vikings lost. Yeah, that, that's you know what I'm saying. The good news, the Vikings lost, but there's also can be bad news because now, like, you have to go up against a tough Kansas City team, and then you have to go up against a a, a Vikings team who's going to be extremely desperate going on Christmas Day. So. Man, my goodness. Like I feel like I feel like if you would have won today and lost next week, then you know it probably would have, you know, it probably would have been okay, you know. Uh, because like I said, man, I, I mean home field advantage has never been like I, I don't look at it the same way. Uh Saints through the game. Uh <laughs> they are mob runs, and these people uh line their pockets as always with the Saints. Well, I don't know, Glenn. I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if the fix was in or not. All I know is that the Saints lost this game. And, um, you know, now they have to, uh, you know, keep winning and, and hope that some things happen with Green Bay, which, you know, I really highly doubt. I don't know what Green Bay's uh, last few games are, but I'm pretty sure they're probably more easier uh, than the Saints games. So, you know, well, I will say – I won't say easy, but the degree of difficulty, you know what I'm saying? I guess, like, I think they got, like, a couple more division games because I don't want to say it's no, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to say it's an easy game, but the degree of difficulty might might favor them. I, I'll say that. Uh, I'm not giving Taysom the keys to the off, to this offense. I've seen everything I needed to see. Um, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Where was the P.I. on Emmanuel Sanders' touchdown? That was bad refs. Another offensive pass interference on Earth at the beginning of the game on long pass down the field. True. Yeah, but Emmanuel Sanders caught the ball, and I don't know, man. Emmanuel Sanders caught the ball, and you still had opportunities because that was early in the game. Uh, if we had more time on the clock, maybe we would have uh, won the game. 
Well, that's true, but I mean, you got 60 minutes to get it done. Uh, that's not very good. I don't know what you mean by that. Uh, is Pittsburgh legit? Well, I think they got some holes just like every other team, but uh, I think that they're, they're a credible team. I'm not going to knock them. Jerry says, now we got to wait another week to clinch the division. Yeah, um, and now you're going up against the world champions, which <laughs> I feel like the Saints can win that football game. I still feel that way. Uh, uh, Alfredo says, you're right. Tyler says uh, he holds on to the ball too long, and then once that happens, he rushes the passes, mental areas. He just has to relax. That's all. Yeah. TJ, I hope the offensive line don't block like that in the playoffs. Yeah, man, they, they got whooped today. They definitely got whooped. Uh, Vikings. Oh, yeah, they definitely going to be desperate. Uh, Taysom is too old to uh, making these mistakes. Well, he hasn't had those many starts. This was his fourth start. Hill is decent. Let's hope Drew gets back for the Chiefs. Any word? Uh, no. Uh, the Saints is going to be playing it close. They're going to evaluate Drew Brees on Wednesday, and they're going to take it from there. But you by no means rush Drew Brees back. I mean, you're already in the playoffs. You know, I mean, I understand you want positioning and all that kind of stuff, but all you got to do is just win one more game and get the division. And honestly, I, I, look, this, this is the thing, folks. Like, it doesn't matter if you're one, two, three, or four. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really does not matter. Like, there's only one team that has a first-round bye. If the Saints win the division, they're going to they gonna get a home game. So, and they win, if they win that home game, they go on the road. Simple as that. You know? I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I I'm not – I'm not – I'm not – I'm not as upset as most people are. Uh Ghostface Griller says it is what it is. Got to keep our heads up. Yep, that's the truth. You know, like I said, man, it don't feel good to lose, you know, and we always trying to figure out why we lost and we always trying to figure out why this happened and, and why we just can't get the get the job done today. And then all of a sudden, like we saw over exaggerating. I'm not over exaggerating, man. Like they just lost. Like it happens. The Saints, like the Saints have won nine games in a row. Okay, they have won nine straight games in a row. The Saints, the last time they lost was in September, and these guys won nine straight football games. So there's no need for us to go out here dissecting a team, talking about the team, saying they need to change this, that, and the third. Like, let's just clean up some of the mistakes that cost them the L, okay? Taysom Hill holding on to the ball too long, not being quick with the decisions, with those rocket balls. Kind of on, you know what I'm saying, calm down a tad bit. Will Lutz, you know, missing these field goals and stuff like that. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, I don't know. Bring somebody in to make it competitive. You know what I'm saying? Bring somebody in in the middle of the week and they the best man win. And if Will Lutz out there shanking kicks and the other guys making field goals, well, let Will Lutz sit down for a minute. You know, we've done this before. We've seen this with Gary Hartley, right? Gary Hartley was struggling a tad bit. What did the Saints do? They went out there, they got a kicker, but they still kept Garrett Hartley. So if that's the case, then, you know, just go ahead and do that. But, look, all this changing and we need to change this, that, and the third, and we need to do this, knock it off, man. Like, knock it off. They lost. They lost today. It is what it is, okay? They lost. 24-hour rule. We can't have it back. It's time to move on. It is what it is. Uh, as long as it's not Dan Bailey. Exactly. It could be worse. Let's see. Uh, we started clicking too late. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
that and like I said, that, that fourth and two, man. Like, even if I don't know, man, I just feel like that that play on fourth and two that Sean Payton called was horrible. Okay, I just feel like you should run the football with Taysom. You know, like you know, I, I get it. I get why he didn't do it. It's because they tried to do it. They tried to do it before and it didn't work. But man, you do it again, like. You know, on a fourth and two, you, you you try to get a quarterback, uh, you know, you try to get a quarterback draw with Taysom, or you try to run a football with Latavius Murray up the gap. That's what you do, you know. But like I said, credit to the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Uh it's your boy Chris Field says Taysom to me is playing sensational, uh, with the exception of fumbling. Only issue special teams, run defense, and offensive scheming. Look, I don't have an issue with the offensive scheme, man. Like I said, uh, (laughs) this is the thing to me. Like, I just feel like it's it's hypocritical of us for us to not have nothing to say about the offensive play calling all for nine weeks. And all of a sudden, like this game, like, oh, the play calling was just awful. The play calling been bad. No, it ain't been bad. It was bad today. Okay. It was, you know what I'm saying? Like, some. And, and, and who's to say that the play, you know what I'm saying, the play calling was bad? Who's to say that the execution was just not good? On fourth and two, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I wouldn't have called that play. Like I said, it should have been a quarterback draw. But you had a streaking Michael Thomas up, up in the middle of the field, wide open. So the play was good. It was the correct call, you know? I mean, but it was, you know, the offensive line was not protecting him. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was getting penetration. You know what I'm saying? The de- defensive line was, uh, you know what I'm saying, was whipping these guys, and that's what caused that fumble. So wasn't the play call on that one. So, I mean, I'm not – look, <laughs> like I said, I'm not I'm not here to dissect the loss and why they lost. All I know is that they lost, and one, like I said, I just feel like the Philadelphia Eagles were more prepared than the Saints. You have to – you have to – you have to sometimes be real with yourself. And like I said, I know we don't want the Saints to lose. We hate that. We hate the Saints losing. I hate it. I was frustrated, man. When uh, Taysom Hill overthrew Emmanuel Sanders in the back of the end zone, I mean, I, I slammed my head to the floor and I was just upset. My wife came running into the room. She was on a conference call. She thought I was, <laughs> she thought I, I lost my mind or whatever like that. And, uh, you know, like I was mad, but at the end of the day, man, like it happens. You catch these L's sometimes, but I mean, just on to the next. Yeah, I meant the play calling today. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, Chris, I, I got you, man. Appreciate the $2 also. But, um, yeah, man, I just feel like the play calling, like, to me, I feel like I, I feel like the play calling was pretty good. I think the execution was bad. TJ, you think we have problems with mobile quarterbacks? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't think we have problems with mobile quarterbacks. I, I think that we have problems when quarterbacks are young young rookie quarterbacks and we don't have any tape on them like i said man go take a look at justin herbert man go take a look at justin herbert right justin herbert first start was against the kansas city chiefs and that was the only tape that you had on justin herbert justin herbert came out there man slicing and dicing the saints uh defense up because they didn't have no tape on they didn't they didn't have any tape on him at all right and i feel like it's much easier uh, for you to the scheme versus a, a, a Tom Brady in a new uniform, which you understand his tendency, you get pressure on him. You know what I'm saying? He going down, he ain't going to run or anything like that. It's different from a young guy who you really don't know. You really don't know. Like you can go and watch Oregon tapes, right? 
and you can see him throwing from the pocket and stuff like that. But you don't know uh, what, you know, Anthony Lynn is going to have prepared for him. You don't. And it's the same way with Jalen Hurts. I mean, you can have an idea about some of the things that he does well, but it's hard for you to prepare for somebody that you've never seen play in a professional game or consistently played in a professional game. So I think that has that had a lot to do with it. You know, I just feel like they, they struggle defensively when they haven't seen a guy. That's, that's why I feel like the biggest issue was in this game. You know, and, and, that, and the Philadelphia Eagles played desperate. Like, they were desperate in this game, man. Like, they ain't have nothing to lose. It was almost like going to Vegas, putting it all on black. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, we win, we win. We lose, we lose. But we're going to go out here and leave it all, all on the field. I feel like maybe if it, this was a different circumstance, maybe, uh, you know, maybe the game would have been more in favor of the Saints. But these guys were going for it on fourth down. I mean, Elliott wasn't even out there on the field. You know what I'm saying? They kick a barely was seen. You know, so they, they play aggressive. They played like they wanted to win the game. They played like they wanted to go out here and show people that, you know, they, 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 they're a good team. And they did that. And they did it. So I don't have a problem with that at all, man. One team came and showed up and played. And the other team just thought that, you know, they were just going to come out there with those gold helmets on. You know what I'm saying? Looking all nice and they draped up in white with a nine-game winning streak. And other team were just gonna fold like a cheap tent because of the mere sight of them. Knock it off. Like these guys are professionals too. They're professionals. They get paid a lot of money, just like those Saints players, to go out there and execute. And these guys are playing for their livelihoods too. They playing for their football lives. So if they go out there and be shanking and messing up and making mistakes, they're gonna be on a on a first train smoking. We lost, folks. I don't know how I don't know any other way to put it. I, I'm not gonna yell from the rooftops. I'm not. Losing my mind, we lost. Plain and simple. Plain and simple, we lost. Elliot uh, says, I don't I don't think uh, they had a lot to do with it. Okay, uh, Professor says, Lattimore can't cover wide receivers with speed. Um, I don't know if he can cover wide receivers with speed. I mean, look, here's the thing, man. He gave up that touchdown to Alshon Jeffries, but did he give up any more bad passes after that? I don't think so. I mean, I seen a pass block up by Zach Ertz, and I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm, I look the secondary. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see, man. I'm trying to see what there's something like just super alarming that I seen out of the secondary that just made me say, "Oh man, they suck," or they had a bad game. I didn't really see nothing, man. I, I mean, I seen like a lot of short intermediate throws. I seen very few throws down the field. I've seen a lot of RPOs. I've seen a lot of double reverses. I've seen a lot of, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. If you if you want to blame somebody, man, I would have to say, man, it's probably one of the some of the worst games I've seen from Demario Davis and Quan Alexander as a linebacking corp, if you want to do that. Uh making bad reads, if you if you wanna if you want to look at it that way. But I can't say like the secondary just went out there and just played just god awful. You know, I, I really can't. Like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe y'all seen that, but I didn't see, like, the secondary out there getting roasted and toasted. I mean, let me let me see, man. Let me check some, let me check some stats here. Maybe I'm missing something. Uh, You know, maybe I can check out some of these, these stat lines, see what these receivers did, because let me see. Uh, Jalen Rico had two catches for 46 yards. Dallas got had four catches, 43 yards. Miles Sanders had four catches, 21 yards. 
Uh, Greg Ward had a two catches, 20 yards. Elshon Jeffrey, one catch, 15 yards. So it wasn't like these guys were just tearing the field up. You know, a lot of those passes were like short, intermediate routes. So I don't know, man. I ain't blaming the secondary on this one. I think they did a pretty I, – I think they I think they did a pretty okay job. Um, I, like I said, I just think this probably wasn't the best outing for uh, the front four of the Saints or the linebacker court. But I think they, this was one of the, their worst games. Uh, uh, Marcus Williams tripping off his own feet. Yeah, but, I mean, Jalen Riga didn't catch the pass, did he? He didn't catch the pass. I mean, and if you want to talk about uh, Marcus Williams, I mean, you can think about that play on, I think, I don't know if it was fourth down. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts uh, was able to get the uh, first down because he powered past him. But, uh, it, you know, I mean, a couple, like I said, a couple of things. But I, like I said, I just feel like that's, that's nitpicking. I, I just feel like nitpicking. I mean, guys are going to catch passes, but. I didn't see anything from the secondary that just made me just say, man, these guys are out here stinking it up. It looks like we ate the cheese this week, but it takes games like this to wake us up uh, and play better. Yeah, you know, definitely. Sometimes you need that wake up call. Uh, Let me see. The Lions almost, uh, let me see, clutched it for us. Well, look, I'm not waiting on no other team. You know, I'm not I'm not waiting on no other team. And like I said, I've seen this story before, folks. And I think as Saints fans, I think you need to get tired of this, too. You know, I'm tired of watching have to watch other teams games uh, because the Saints not getting the job done. You know, and, and it's not the other team's job to get the Saints job done for them. It's the Saints job to get the job done for them. You know, we, we see this all the time, man. I don't I, look. We, we were like this last year, right? When we played Carolina and we was up there looking at the Detroit Lions game week 17 versus the Green Bay Packers. And we hoping that the Green Bay Packers slip up so we can fall into that number two seed. Like, I'm over that, man. Handle your own business. Handle your own business. Do your own thing. Don't worry about what other teams are doing. And we wouldn't have this problem. You know, I'm not looking for anybody to save the Saints. You know, not, not anymore, at least, man. I think we always sometimes, well, we're sometimes, not all, but some, we're always looking for that scapegoat. We always looking for that, that an excuse. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to just look at the team and say, man, you had this opportunity. You had an opportunity. In a game like this, you had an opportunity. I don't care if you never seen Jalen Hurts a day in your life in the NFL uniform as a starter. There is no excuse why uh, one of the best front fours in the league, two of the best linebackers in the league and one of the best defenses in the league can't stop this team who has had 12 different changes on the offensive line who has really hasn't done too much of anything defensively and you're playing with a whole bunch of backups in the secondary and not to mention they needed to cue the mash music because every single play it seemed like everybody was going down sweat got hurt uh malik jackson got hurt uh, you know what I'm saying? Like so many of these other guys, uh, Darius Slay got hurt. All these guys were ended up getting hurt, and yet the Saints still couldn't capitalize. Shame on the Saints. Shame on the Saints, man. I, I'm, I'm tired. Like, seriously, man. Like, I understand how you feel, but sometimes you, you got to stop looking at the referees. You got to stop looking at, oh, man, was it an onside kick? Sometimes you got to just stop looking at, man, what Green Bay doing, and just focus on what this team needs to do. This team should know there should not be games 
like this. There should not be games like this. If the Saints lose to the Philadelphia Eagles, it should be because the Philadelphia Eagles were a better football team. The Philadelphia Eagles are not a better football team than the Saints. And we find ourselves in the same type of situation, folks, when they look at a team and they feel like this team is inferior to them, they play down to the competition. And they, they, and they I mean, we looked at this game, man, and before we knew it, it was 17 nothing. You do not do stuff like that if you're a good team. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I still feel like they're, I don't feel like they're a good team. I feel like they're a great team. You got to focus on this, man, because we've seen this movie before. And I know they've seen it before because they're actually out there. They're actually out there doing this. So I don't know, man. It's probably best that they had a, a game like this as a wake-up call, but I, I hate that it happened this way. I wish it would have happened last week, I mean next week, you know, because like I said, now you're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, a desperate Minnesota Vikings team, and you know the Carolina Panthers don't want the Saints to go ahead and run the table. So now you're looking at it like, I mean, I hope this doesn't happen, man. But, you know, if, if Tampa keep winning and, you know, they end up like going 11 and 5 and the Saints end up going 10 and 6, then, you know, you never know. But I don't think that's going to happen. But you, you got to take it out of the hands of other people, man. You got to handle your business. Uh, Marcus Williams must be uh, weak. He let a small uh, quarterback uh, run him over. Well, Ricardo, uh, look. Jalen Hurst is not a small quarterback. Uh, this guy can actually squat 500 pounds. So this guy has, like, great uh, lower body strength, and uh, he's not a weakling at all, man. So him fighting for extra yards over Marcus Williams, uh, he really don't have anything to be ashamed of. I understand he has safety, but, uh, you know, Jalen Hurst is kind of built different. Uh, we got this next week in New Orleans. Uh, well, let, let's hope so, man. Let, let's hope so. If, if – if the Saints come out playing like they did in the first half against the Kansas City Chiefs next week, they're going to get blew out of the building. They can't. Can't afford Wentz. Uh, he'll, uh, we'll, we can't swing $12 million to resign Quine Alexander. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, day night. Uh, defense, offense, and special teams play bad. I'm trying to see. The defense. Yeah, the de- you know what I'm saying? The defense got, got off to a rough start. Second half, they second half they picked it up, you know. I'll put up that stream link, TJ. Uh, it ain't like you uh it ain't like you think. Well, Josh, uh look, I can't put up the stream link tonight, man, because um it's gonna be a pretty short show, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a show tomorrow morning, uh, because I have to uh, go to work tonight. So um I won't be taking any calls tonight. So I'm just going to be reading the comments tonight, folks. I apologize. Uh, you know, in the morning, uh, I'm going to be doing the State of the Saints podcast so you can call and chime in. I'll be doing it uh, tomorrow morning. I apologize for that, but kind of behind. Uh, I thought, like, I would go immediately following the game, but my wife, she had to be on a conference call. And, uh, you know, I had to make sure that, you know, I had to be with my son. So she had to handle some business with work. Um, I thought I would have had some time to take some calls, but unfortunately I can't. Uh, on this edition but tomorrow i will be taking phone calls uh nathan says it sucks but but we got our play uh we will play uh way better next week well uh, we're gonna have to uh it didn't i didn't like the clock management late uh we had two timeouts and a two-minute drill on our side if we would have just kicked the field goal at the 30 
and trust your defense to get uh, get a stop. No urgency. Yeah, I mean that. I don't know what was going on in the fourth quarter. I, I thought the Saints would win. I had to look at the clock. I'm like, what? what why are y'all taking so long? Uh, what is your end of the season prediction? Uh, I had the Saints going 11 and five. That was that was my end of the season prediction before the season started. Uh, yo, yeah, uh, WTF Jalen is built. What is this dude talking about? Uh, let me see. Yeah, man, J- yeah, Jalen can squat five. Yeah, yeah, six hundred. There you go, six hundred pounds, man. That dude ain't like. They, there's video out there right now, man. I encourage you, like, go go check out Jalen Hurts squatting five, six hundred pounds, man, in in the gym. Like that dude is that dude a beast, man. I'm telling you, like, so you know, this dude fighting for extra yards and, and, and running you over, that you don't have ain't no shame in that at all. Uh, Taysom is not beating the Chiefs. Well, you never know. Never know. De- depends on the game plan. Elmo says uh, the whole team played bad and got out coached. Um, got out coached. I I, I kind of disagree with that. I don't think they got out coached. I, I don't like. I, I don't think they got out coached. I think one team's execution was better than the other. I think both teams had a good game plan. One team executed the game plan well, the other team, you know, in, in spurts. So that that's my opinion. Uh, terrible clock management. Yeah, yeah, he definitely went to the less mile school of clock management on that one. Uh, the defense let us down two 100-yard rushers. Yeah, man, but, I mean, 55 games not allowing that to happen. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, you think Breeze coming back against the Chiefs? Uh, I will hope not. I will hope not because I know he wouldn't be 100%. He's 6'1", 225. Yeah, that's pretty solid for for a quarterback. Uh, and they uh, took the onside kick from us. They cheated. Uh, no, they didn't. No, they didn't, man. You know, I, I mean, look, the Saints lost because they lost, okay? It wasn't because of no onside kick. I mean, I could think of plenty of things that, that cost the Saints that L, in my opinion, that cost, you know, that cost them that, that loss, and I wouldn't even point to the onside kick. If anything, Sean – I'll coach himself if that makes sense. Sean didn't I'll coach yourself. Go back and watch the game, man. I'm telling you, go back and watch the game. There's a lot, there's a lot of good plays out there that Sean called. The execution was just bad. It was rather the offensive line was getting whooped. It was rather uh, Taysom Hill holding the ball too long. Uh, he wasn't seeing the field. It wasn't Sean's fault for the most part, man. I'm telling y'all, like it's not go back and watch that game. Go back and watch the game. Go back and watch some of the plays and watch some of those guys being wide open in the middle of the field. Watch the opportunity that Taysom had that he didn't capitalize on. I, I wouldn't say that it was the play calling. It's always, the you know, it always seems that way, but I just think that the play calling was good. I think the execution was bad. William says, I believe we did get our coach. I'm with dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, that that's fine, man. You know what I'm saying? I guess we can agree to disagree on that. But I, I don't feel like we got our coach. If anything, if anything, you can talk about the fact that maybe the defense wasn't prepared uh, for what Jalen Hurts had to bring to the table. But, you know, I would just say they not prepared. They weren't prepared. I want to say that our coach because uh, I wouldn't call it being our coach. Our, our coach is like, to me, like when a game is like really close, nip and tuck, and then all of a sudden like one team like schemes, 
you know what I'm saying, much better than other team, and they just start pulling away. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, when you you kind of like in that phone boot type game. I don't feel like they just got – I don't feel like they got out coach. I just feel like one team executed, executed better. Troy says, like I said, Hill is not a starting quarterback, uh, plus uh, play calling was not that great. I want I want to know what y'all thought about the play calling. Like, what 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 about the play calling wasn't great? What about the play calling wasn't great in, in, to you? Okay, that that's what I that's what I would like to know. What what was it about the play calling that you seen that wasn't great? Right, we had the we had that ball. Have the Saints been Super Bowl contenders the past three years? Have they been to the Super Bowl? Basically, the Saints are a good team and winners, but not good enough to win it all. It is what it is. Um, I disagree with that. You know, I, I disagree with that. And it, it always it's always funny to me how people have these strong opinions about teams when they lost. You know, like when, when they lose a game or, you know what I'm saying, they're they, they coming off a loss. Like, I, I never understood that. Like, I never understand, like, why people don't have the same energy and victory. Like, when the Saints were streaking and winning all these games, why wasn't this type of energy in the atmosphere? That's all I'm saying. Like, I just need some consistency. I don't need people coming about the dark woods and the, and the, and the back alleys of uh, social media when a team is down. Like, where was the same energy when it was winning? You know, like, keep that same energy. If you felt like they didn't have what it takes and you still feel like they don't have what it takes, why were you saying this before? Because it, it, I, I would give you the answer because you know it would sound crazy. And you sound crazy just saying that, man. Like this team has everything it needs in order to win a football game. And just because they lost today the by three points, three points, you know what I'm saying? And all the things, like think about this, man. Think about all of the opportunities that could have caused the Saints to get blue out of the water. That's the reason why I just feel like, you know, this Saints team is built different. And that's the reason why I just feel like the Saints team I don't get all upset about. Because in games like this, I can show you teams who get blew out. But the Saints were right there in the end, okay? And that, that's something to be said. So all I'm saying is, man, like, just keep the same energy, man. Like, we always talking – we always coming up out of the out of the woods when a team lose. Like, oh, man, they ain't got what it takes. I told y'all. Like, nah, you ain't tell us nothing because I ain't seen it. I ain't seen that type of conversation. I ain't seen that type of energy until I seen the Saints lose. So just make it seem like it's, you know, make it make it seem kind of funny to me. St. James says, bro, everybody stop talking about that onside kick. Should have never come down to it. Uh, I said it when it happened, and I'll keep saying it. Yeah, man, I'm not look, I'm not finding, I'm not trying to find reasons why the why the team lost. Okay. I'm I'm not trying to find it. And I, you know, I feel like sometimes we do that way too much as Saints fans. Anytime the Saints lose, like it all, if it's always that final one minute or one second or a one play, oh man, look at that! Cause we, cause we looking at it real close, and we start looking at the everything. Like, man, look how he was holding that guy. Man, look how he was grabbing that guy. Look, man, that's not the reason why they lost. It's not okay, and it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Like, hmm. They got 60 minutes in a football game. And, you know, I don't think the last minute of the game is is, is causing, you know, it's costing the Saints. If anything, a lot of things throughout that game, I think I can kind of pinpoint to. Uh, hey, TJ, the Saints need one win to cleanse the division out of three if they can't uh, shame on them. Straight up. 
straight up. I'm not even concerned about the onside kick. It should have never got to that point. We just came up short and Philly came uh, to play. Simple. Yep. I mean, sometimes you got to give credit where credit is due, uh, who that nation. It's hard because, you know, <laughs> Saints fans, we saw losers. I mean, it's, it's true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but what the, what is that old saying goes? They say, it's, uh, show me, uh, you know what I'm saying? Show me a, a guy, you know what I'm saying, that, that's not a sore loser, and I'll show you a loser. You know what I'm saying? So we don't like to lose. Uh, we feel like we, we shouldn't lose. And when we do lose, we we trying to find reasons why we lost. Well, don't work like that, folks. Sometimes you just lose in life. Exactly. I was highly skeptical when I saw how many times Hill was fumbling. Yeah, I mean, we I think we all knew, like, <laughs> in the words of, of, of the great Malcolm X, uh, we all knew that the chickens was going to come home to roost. <laughs> we, just, we just hated that it came in a situation like that, you know. I think we all kind of thought in the back of our mind, especially like watching that game against the Falcons where he fumbled the football and within four minutes of the game, but it went out of bounds. Like what can happen if that possibly happens in a game where it matters? So, but it did, man. So you lose one game. Now everybody want to cry and complain last week. Everything was all good. Oh, I hate fair weather fans, bro. I don't want to say they fair weather fans, Jeffrey. I don't feel like they fair weather. It's an emotional thing, man. Like, people are emotionally attached to this team. Like, I, I know I am. That's the reason why I started this podcast, because I'm emotionally attached to the Saints. You know, I was I was extremely frustrated. One game, week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the rest is history here on the State of the Saints podcast. I don't want to say that they're, they're fair weather. The, the Saints fans, they love like you would love your wife or love your husband. You know what I'm saying? I love your kids. Like we we have that type of love, and you know what I'm saying? Like we we don't want to see these guys down. We we have an emotional investment in this team, and sometimes you know, like when we are frustrated, our mind just wanders, and we get all frustrated and stuff like that. But nevertheless, man, I, I'm not concerned, man. I'm not concerned. Call a loss a loss. You know football. Yeah, man. I mean, loss is a loss in this game. I'm a diehard uh, fan, and win or lose, we have to learn from the loss as well as the win. Straight up. St. James, a thousand percent. Glenn says, too many pocket passes, nullified Taysom running ability. Uh, Look, I feel like Taysom Hill hears the whispers. He hears the whispers of people saying that, oh, you know, he he's not a quarterback. Oh, he's just a guy that just wants to tuck it and run. He just wants to run a guy over. And maybe he's trying to prove to everybody that he can't throw from the pocket. And and in my opinion, I think he, he he did. He did. You know what I'm saying? Like, those were some really good throws, man. The pass that he threw to Emmanuel Sanders, uh, you know, the pass that he threw to uh Jared Cook, trusting him. I mean, look, man, anybody that thinks that Taysom Hill can't ball, he can ball, okay. Now, the jury is still out about him being a starting quarterback week in, week out, but the guy can bowl. And if if anything, he's proved that he can come in and right and, and the ship. You know what I'm saying? He, he can do that, okay? So I feel like sometimes, like, maybe he let that stuff get to him because there was a lot of opportunity for him to actually run, and I just feel like he was kind of too timid about that. 
it was too timid. So, I mean, sometimes, man, you got to go out there and, and use what you got. And I feel like there were opportunities for him to do it, and he didn't. Uh, we going to be all right. Come on now. We haven't lost since September 27th. That's pretty damn good, to say the least. And that's the way I feel about it. This team hasn't lost since September. I'm not, I'm not acting like the sky's falling, and I don't feel like you should either. The pass to Sanders was terrible, terribly underthrown. Uh, twice Sanders uh, bailed him out on a touchdown. Well, that's what they get paid for, right? And I thought the pass was pretty good. Pretty good, you know what I'm saying? Manuel Sanders made a good catch. I mean, that's what he get paid to do. I mean, if you're looking for a guy to have a rocket pass and just throw it right over people, I, I would I would say tune in next week and watch Patrick Mahomes play. But uh, <laughs> you know, Taysom Hill doesn't have that type of arm, man. But the important thing is he got it where it needed to be. So, and also, man, it, I mean. It just showed me like how good some of those receivers are. That that catch by Traquan Smith uh, down the sidelines was pretty doggone good. The catch by Emmanuel Sanders, that one-handed catch, was pretty good. And the pass by Jared Cook, it was pretty doggone good. So, I mean, you don't really see those type of uh, catches uh, by receivers when Drew Brees in the game because, you know, sometimes Drew Brees not going to uh, give those guys those opportunities. He's going to give it to the guy that's open. So those guys, man, the Saints got some talent at the receiver position. Chris Field says you got to get behind Taysom. The media alone are already down in him. We shouldn't uh, be just like the media. We a team. We the who that nation. Uh, thank you very much for the five dollars. I appreciate that, man. Look, I'm not down to Taysom. You know, I'm just saying the jury's still out. Uh, you know, the question was asked like, you know, can he bring a team back? You know, when they down because every time he was he was in the game, it was leading. Um, to me, man, I, I mean, he he was right there in the thick of things to the end. So, like I said, I I, I got a lot of respect for him. You know what I'm saying for battling to the end, uh, going out there. You know what I'm saying putting the, putting the trust in those receivers, making some of those tough throws. I got a lot of respect for that. Uh, he can't ball. Uh, he sucks. Kamara open in the middle of the field, and he takes uh, sacks, making for a long miss field goal. Okay, all right, Kevin. Uh. So you're telling me that a guy who is 28 to 38, 291 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, had a quarterback rating of 102.0 sucks. You know, uh, look, if you want to talk about this guy can't get the ball sometimes, you know what I'm saying, like to as accurate as Drew Brees, fine. If you want to tell me that sometimes he underthrows guys, fine. If you want to tell me that sometimes in a screen game, uh, you know what I'm saying, he kind of lost the ball a little bit out there, fine. But don't don't tell me that this guy can't play quarterback. Don't tell me that this guy can't play at the quarterback position, you know, because he can. Uh, he, he can. I mean, it, it's just as simple as that. Now, if we want to talk about elite, no. If we want to talk about maybe week in, week out, game in, game out, then maybe you got something there because it hasn't been proven yet. But to say that this guy is not good, I, I just feel like that's a, you know, that that's not a really good statement to make, you know, because – the dude, the dude is proving that he can't play the quarterback position. All right. Now, is he the starting quarterback of the future? Still out there. But to say that this guy can't play the position, nah. Elliot, thank you very much for the 499. Uh say big bro. I just love the Saints, bro. I'm sorry, bro. Uh Wallace, look, I think everybody feels the same way. I just man, I just don't like that, man. I look, once again, 
I feel like people that make comments like that are comparing Taysom Hill to Drew Brees, and that ain't fair. Drew Brees is Drew Brees. Drew Brees is great. And Drew Brees is going to be uh, the greatest quarterback, or one of the, arguably the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And comparing him to Taysom Hill is unfair because Taysom Hill is not him. And I feel like that's what we comparing him to. That's when we get mad and get frustrated and talking about the guy can't play. That's who we're comparing it to. Well, I tell you what. If Jameis was to come in the game, you're not going to get the same type of production as, as you would with Drew Brees. If you was to get Carson Wentz, you know what I'm saying, or Matthew Stafford, you're probably still not going to get the same type of production as you would with Drew Brees. Drew Brees is special for a reason. And I just think that we just need to we just need to lower our expectations on what this guy actually is. I mean, like I said, the bar is like way up here because of Drew. It's way up here. We we love Drew Brees. Drew Brees has set the bar way up here for quarterback play. So anybody that comes after Drew Brees, we're going to be comparing them to quarterback play way up here. But he's not Drew Brees. So why are we up here talking about this guy and overanalyzing, underanalyzing this guy? He is not Drew, period. But I can I can deal with a 28 or 38. I can deal with 291 yards. I can deal with two touchdowns and a quarterback rate on 102.9. I can do that. I can tell you some terrible quarterback play. Hold on, let, let, let's go down. Let's go down a list here. Let's talk about some of this great quarterback play going, going on right now. Let, let's, let's go to some of these other backup quarterbacks that I see. Let's go look at Allen, okay? Let's look, let's look at Allen, who was 27 of 36 today, okay? Let, let's look at, you know what I'm saying, him 217 yards, all right? And they only scoring seven points. Let's talk about some of that great quarterback play here. Hold on. Let me let me go look at some of these other quarterback up quarterbacks and what they were actually doing in the game. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, this is a good one right here, right? Let's talk about let's talk about Mike Glennon, right? Let's talk about how Mike Glennon was 13 of 23 for 85 yards, zero touchdowns, and a pick, and got benched in the middle of the game for Gardner Mitchell. Let's talk about that, man. The guy's a backup quarterback. And yet we're still up here comparing this guy like this guy's, you know what I'm saying, like he elite quarterback play like Drew Brees, like, like there's not going to be a drop-off. Hold on, let's look at some of this other quarterback play. Let, let, let's see. Let, let's check this out. Let's check out some of this quarterback play. Who do we have here? Okay, let's talk about let's talk about how Nick Mullins threw the ball 45 yards for one touchdown, one interception, and had a quarterback rating of 21. Let's talk about that type of stuff. Don't tell me about – don't tell me about Taysom Hill can't play the quarterback position because that's that's just crazy. That's insane. If you want to say the guy can't play at an elite level, then maybe you got something there that remains to be seen. But to say the guy can't play the quarterback position was ridiculous. Yo, TJ, haters going to hate Taysom Hill is our future. I don't know if he's the future, Matthew. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the guy proved that he can play the quarterback position. How long? How steady is it remain to be seen? But to say that this guy can't play the quarterback position or he's not good, I, I just feel like that's a, that's a little bit much. Man, y'all spoiled. Y'all would not be uh, able to handle when Drew leaves. Maybe y'all should go highlight or go look at highlights of Aaron, Aaron Brooks. Well, you know, first year Aaron Brooks played pretty doggone good. Led the Saints to a, a, their first playoff win in franchise history. And after that, I mean, he was throwing picks and smiling on the sideline, showing all 32 of his teeth. But, um, yeah, man, I, I feel like that's unfair. I feel like that's unfair. You know, anybody that's comparing Taysom Hill saying that this guy 
saying that this guy uh, can't play the quarterback position is absolutely ridiculous, man. Like I said, I'm looking at some of these other back or quarterbacks. I, I, I am. And I'm looking at what, what this guy brings to the table, and I'm looking at this guy battling to the very end. And, of course, there are going to be some drop-offs, and that's, that's the thing. <laughs> like, if, if there was not drop-off at the quarterback position, folks, I want y'all to understand this. If there wasn't drop-off at the quarterback position, Taysom Hill would not be a New Orleans Saint. Simple. If Taysom Hill could play on the same level as Drew Brees, then he will probably be on somebody else's football team right now, you know what I'm saying, having his team in position for a playoff spot. Drew Brees is special, folks. So stop comparing everybody to Drew Brees. Every time he throws a pass, every time he, he every time he, he makes a, a different decision, we're here to pounce on it like a, a like a dog in heat. Stop doing that, man. The guy did a good job today, made some mistakes, which is understandable. It's his fourth start, but he still had 291 yards and two touchdowns, okay? And a quarterback rating of 102. That's pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Uh, Taysom Hill definitely not beating the Chiefs if he loses to a bad Eagles team. Well, Taysom Hill wasn't out there by itself. I would have swore they had 53 other, 52 other guys out there with him, uh, and uh, <laughs> they lost too. All right, so it—I mean, it, it was a team effort. It was a team effort, folks. You know, I'm not beating up on Taysom Hill. I'm not—I'm not doing that, man. Was there some stuff that that he left on the field and, and more uh, to be desired? Absolutely. But I'm not about to kick this guy while he's down just because the Saints lost. I'm looking at some of these stats, and, and that, that was pretty doggone good for a backup quarterback. TJ, keep up the good, great work. I appreciate it, man. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, hey, TJ, I was born in 81, so people just don't know about bad quarterbacks uh, play like I know it was the Saints. Oh, man, we're talking about John 4K. Uh, man, what we talking about here? Uh, we talking <laughs> talk about uh, Jim Everett. We talking about uh, the Billy Joe's, Hovers, and Tolliver. Man, we didn't have some trash come through this spot, you know. But, you know, I, I understand it's a, it's a new regime. It's a new year. It, it's new times and all that kind of stuff. And expectations are high with the Saints. But they only lost by three points, man. And we up here talking about – we're acting like this guy had a Stony Case performance. And for those that don't know who Stony Case is, uh, go look it up. Or Steve DeBerg. And if you don't know who Steve DeBerg is, look it up. Uh, the problem is why start Taysom over Jameis, who we know can score and has actually beaten us a few times. Uh, because Derek, uh, the contract that Taysom Hill got, uh, he, he had a conversation with 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 Sean, and Sean said he was going to give him an opportunity to go out there and play. Now, I didn't hear nobody talking like this guy needs to be benched when they played the Falcons the first time. Now, I heard little whispers against the Denver Broncos, but I didn't hear those whispers again against the Falcons last week. I didn't hear that. So I just feel like, <laughs> look, I just feel like if you feel strongly about something, you need to keep the same energy, game in, game out, down in, down out, not just sitting there waiting, you know what I'm saying, like a hawk, on, you know what I'm saying, on top of a tree or a buzzard on top of a, a tree branch waiting for that carcass to fall over and die. Like, we, we shouldn't do that, right? We should keep that same energy. Uh, Goldface says, TJ, go ahead and drop that mic. Yeah, man, I, I mean, I'm just being serious, man. Like, 
we 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 get so nitpicky sometimes, and I'm not picking on anybody because I was, I'll be like that from time to time too. Like I'm not gonna kick anybody or say like, oh, I don't do that. I do it too. I overreact because I'm a fan at the end of the day. But I just learn my lessons, man. I think we just need to learn our lessons and and look at this game as a whole. Uh, this was a tough loss, of course, but they only lost by three points, and the team that they played against to me just wanted this game more than they did. I'm going to take a few more. Then we're going to get up out of here. Uh, Chris Fields, Thank you very much for the $2. I appreciate that. He says, give Taysom his credit. Y'all, it could be worse. Could be worse. They could have lost the saints. Like understand this folks in the first half, the saints were down 17 or nothing going into the half. And they lost this game by three points. So what, what, what does that mean? That means that, the Philadelphia Eagles only scored one touchdown in the second half, and the Saints scored 21 points. So you want to look at the, the glass half empty or the glass half full, okay? But to me, they battled. They 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 were there to the very end. You had opportunity to get an onside kick, didn't work in your favor. So they lost, man, on to the next week. Uh, RB says, you're right. Lattimore is not that good. Uh, let me see. It says stats don't matter. The turnover stat matters. The turnover stat does matter. Um, it did put the Saints uh, behind eight ball. It did kill some of the momentum. He definitely has to work on that. But, you know, I'm not going to kick the guy. Not going to make the guy. I'm not going to make it seem like this guy just a god awful. It just... It happened. Uh, the the fumble lost us the game. Oh, really? Uh, the run by Miles Samuels didn't cost us the game. Uh, the extending of the plays of uh, Jalen Hurst didn't cost us the game. Um, the fact that the offensive line was getting whooped and, and, and beat like an illegitimate stepchild didn't cost us the game. Uh, the fact that the Saints had no sacks in this game didn't cost us the game. Uh, the fact that uh, the Saints uh, had opportunities to run the football early in the game and they did nothing didn't cost us the game. So, all those different things, but we just going to focus in on that particular fumble. Like, it was a combination of things. Will Lutz missing field goals didn't cost us the game. It, it, the list goes on and on, folks. Like, <laughs> so many things happened in this game, man. I'm not going to put it on one guy. This was a collective effort. It was a collective effort. Will Lutz cost us the game. You can add him in there. You can add him in. Let me see. Alpha stats. Well, he gave us a chance, but yes, the fumble stat uh, does matter. And the fumble was costly. One of fourth and two. So let me let me ask you this. Right. Let me ask you this. OK, Sweat gets the ball. Right. He fumbles the football. Would he, he advance the ball maybe five yards? So on a fourth and two, if Taysom Hill would have got sacked or if Taysom Hill would have thrown in completion. The ball probably would have just been, you know what I'm saying, what? It, basically at the same spot. So I don't know if the fumble would have cost the game or not. I mean, we got to look at things into perspective. I mean, we got we got to look at uh, this in perspective, you know. <laughs> if fourth and two, if he would have took the sack, it would have been a turnover. If uh, he would have threw the ball and it would have been incomplete, it would have been a turnover. You know, he fumbled the football, it was a turnover. Collective effort, folks. You know, sometimes like sometimes it, it's not 
sometimes it's, it's not always, oh, man, it's the coach's fault. Oh, man, it's a collective effort. One team wanted a win more than the other. They wanted it. Philadelphia wanted this win, man. Rather it would have been for Jalen Hurts. Maybe they were playing for Jalen Hurts. Maybe they were just playing because they wanted to keep Doug Peterson's job. Maybe they were just playing because they wanted to prove to everybody not as bad as they as they making them out to be. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, they, they, they wanted to prove something here. So one team wanted it more than the other. That's the reason why I feel like the Saints lost. Too little, too late. They battled back in the second half, only allowing seven points in the second half. They battled back, but too little, too late, okay? And some of the opportunities that you had, you know, cost the team. You know what I'm saying? Cost the, it cost you. You know what I'm saying? It was crucial. It happened. Lost. Move on to the next week. You got Kansas City coming up. We can't take it back. We can't get it. We can't get it back, folks. It's over. And um, the Saints just going to have to uh, deal with it, man. But I'm just looking forward to it, man. You got three more games ahead. You got one more game. And if you win one more game, then you win a division. So let's go ahead, man. Focus on the Kansas City game, the Vikings, and, and, the, and the Carolina Panthers, man. And hopefully the New Orleans Saints. Uh, you know, can win one more game, you know, and, and clinch the division. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. I really do appreciate it. Uh, on tomorrow, I'll be on 103.7 The Game uh, with RP3 down in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, I'm going to be calling in, uh, being a part of their show. I appreciate him uh, giving me the opportunity. And also, we're going to have the State of the Saints podcast on uh, tomorrow morning. So uh, be sure that you uh, come by, you know, check out the show going to be taking phone calls and um i'm looking forward to hearing from you all man so everybody just chill out man relax the saints lost today i get it uh they they won a nine game winning streak nine game winning streak they lost today to the philadelphia eagles but there are better days ahead the saints already clinched the playoff spot and now we just need to win in order for us to uh clinch the division man let's go ahead and get this done and nobody the sky the sky's not falling better days are ahead for the black and gold Till next time, all I got to say is, who that?